everyone and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Aranozar, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. And if we have, welcome back. Now today I'm going to answer a question I get asked all the time. And that question is, what wines do I have in my house? Now, obviously I have more than one, more than 10, more than 30. So what I'm going to do is over the next few weeks, I'm going to break down six wine styles that are always in my house, no matter what the season. And today I'm going to start with a wine style that I would be really sad if I didn't have in my house. The first wine style that I'm going to start with in this series of six wine styles that I always have in my house is a wine style that I love. I love this grape variety. I love this wine style. It is a must have in my house. So while some grape varieties and some wine styles can come and go, this wine is always, always, always in my house. Now that I've given it a bit of a mystery introduction is Moscato de Asti. And if you've listened to me before, you've heard me talk about this grape, but today's episode is all about this wine style, this grape variety, and why if you don't have it in your house, you're going to want to make sure that you have it in your house, hopefully after I've told you all about it in today's episode. If you're ready to meet and be introduced to Moscato de Asti, along with why I feel you should have it in your house, let's get started and dive right into today's episode. introduction, you've probably already picked up that Moscato de Asti is a great variety that I'm fairly passionate about and I'm definitely biased in that I adore it. I, I love this grape variety, I love the wine styles, and so let's break down not only the grape variety Moscato, but also Moscato de Asti, which is basically Moscato, the grape variety, from the town of Asti, which is in Piedmont, which is in northern Italy. So Moscato de Asti comes from the northern area of Italy known as Piedmont. This is also the home of Barolo and Barbaresco, those big, big, strong red wines that you will hear about. Some people will call them the king wines of Italy. And think of Moscato de Asti as their beautiful, adorable, friendly baby sister. So where Barolo and Barbaresco are fairly intense, definitely set the stage, have a presence, if you will, of their strength and their complexity in the glass. Moscato de Asti is friendly and approachable and just smiles at you when you lift it up and smell it from the glass. So think of Barolo and Barbaresco as the big, serious brothers and Moscato de Asti is the beautiful, friendly baby sister. Let me break down a little bit more about Moscato. So again, Moscato is the grape variety, Asti is the town, and where Moscato we can make all around the world. We can grow it from New World countries, so the United States, Australia, Canada. We can grow it in Old World countries as well. You'll find it in France, in Spain, in Italy. The region, the wine style that I am talking about is the Italian version from Piedmont in Italy, and that again is Moscato de Asti. Let's get talking about the background of the grape itself. So Moscato is one of our oldest grape varieties. We can track it back for centuries. And this grape variety comes from the basis of muscatel, and muscat is the term for fragrant. We grow it all around the world, and it has multiple, multiple underlings, if you will. So the clone that we're talking about is Muscat Blanco or white Muscat. We also have uh, pink Muscat, 
red muscat, there's all kinds, but we're gonna be talking about white muscat today, which is the clone that we make Moscato de Asti from. Now, now the term muscat means fragrant, and so that gives you a clue right away about the aromatics that come from this grape variety. And actually, there's a special aromatic compound in this grape variety called linalool, which basically is also found in mint and cinnamon. And when you think about mint and cinnamon, you definitely have very strong aromatics, and this grape variety delivers on those as well. It's also unique in that Moscato has some of the same aromatics in the field as it does in the glass. A lot of grape varieties, once we pick it in the field and we ferment it and we use winemaking techniques, lose some of their original aromatics from the field as they transform into the wine in the glass. Moscato is a little bit magic in that some of the fragrances and the flavors that we experience in the field, in the grape, in its raw form, follow through and come through into the glass. The other fun thing about Moscato de Asti, as we enjoy it today, is that its origins, if you will, or the wine that we are enjoying today, came about around the 1870s. And this was a wine traditionally that was made as the winemaker's drink because it is traditionally low in alcohol, just a little bit over 5%. It's an easy, light wine, just a touch of sweetness. The grape variety is very aromatic, but the grape was enjoyable to have at lunch. Now that you know a little bit about the history, you can appreciate its lineage in that we have been making wines with the Mescatel, which is the grandfather, if you will, of the Moscato grape variety. And the Moscato grape variety that we're talking about in regards to Moscato de Asti is Moscato Blanco or the white Moscato. And now let's talk about what you can expect in the glass. What's the personality of this wine style? And here's again the reason I love it so much. It is very, very friendly and aromatic and delicious on the palate. So you're going to get lots of aromatics and lots of flavor. They're very approachable flavors. Sometimes we have wines where you really have to think about and find the different layers. Moscato is all about sort of just opening up the door and say, come on over. She's that friend who has the comfy cat and a glass of tea ready for you anytime you arrive. So I like to use the analogy if I'm going to personify Moscato de Asti of what type of person the grape is. And here's the analogy that I have been using while I've been teaching for years. And I describe Moscato de Asti as that person that your brother or your best guy friend dates during the summer, who is so friendly, so nice, but because it's kind of a summer romance, you half expect it not to go past September. However, while they are hanging out, this person is so friendly, so bubbly, just a sheer joy to be around. They bring levity to every occasion that they join and everybody just gets along with them. They are relaxed. They're that person you will sit beside at a party and just chat away. And so Moscato is that person. They are just fun and lovely to be around. And then what happens is September comes and your brother or your bestie, the relationship follows its due course and they part on friendly terms. And you don't think about that person again for a while until you run into them again. And once you run into them again, so if you run into Moscato, the personification of Moscato, you're like, oh my God, you are so fun. You are such a lovely, amazing person. I don't know why we don't hang out. I don't know why we don't spend more time together. You are a wonderful person and you bring so much light into the world. And so I always kind of joke in that Moscato de Asti is 
is that wine that at one point in your life you loved, you spent time with, you enjoyed it. And then for whatever reason, might've been after the summer, going into fall, you switched over to heavier wine styles and you kind of forgot about Moscato de Asti. And then for whatever reason, it comes back into your life again. And you're like, how did I forget about you? I definitely need to bring you back into my life. I enjoy spending time with you so much. So when you think of a great bottle of Moscato de Asti, think about that person that you just enjoy. It's just sheer pleasure to hang out with them. They are so light, so fun, and it's just always pleasure to be around. Moscato de Asti is that wine. Now, in regards to flavor profile, what you can expect is lovely aromatics, like I said on the nose. This jumps right out of the glass for you. Because the wine style is frizzante, it's gonna have a light spritz to it. It is going to be made in a frizzante wine style. It's classified as a DOCG, which is the highest level of wine classification in Italy. Now, that does not guarantee the quality of the wine. It guarantees the styles and the laws in which it must be made. And within those rules, it says it needs to be 100% Moscato Blanco. It needs to be made with a slight spritz, so Frizzantian style, and it needs to be five and a half percent alcohol. It can't be 13% like a regular dry wine. It needs to be off dry and light. And so what's wonderful about this is if you are looking for that wine style at the end of a meal or just a light with a bit of lunch or something, it's always going to be a low alcoholic wine style. And it's always nice to know about that. And on the nose and the palate, really similar flavors. We know sometimes in wines, what you smell is not always the flavors that come through on the palate. The wonderful thing about Moscato de Asti is what you smell. So you're going to smell this beautiful Meyer lemon, some peach, some apricot, some honeysuckle. It is a orange peel, mandarin oranges, true fruit flavors. And it's just a delight to smell. Like I said, as soon as you smell it, you're going to smile. It's impossible to be unhappy and drink this wine, in my opinion. On the palate, you're going to have the same. You're going to have peach, apricot, honeysuckle, maybe a little cantaloupe. People will pull some melon, some pear, that orange peel, those nice mandarin oranges, the sweet oranges, some Meyer lemons, and it's not complicated. What you're not going to get is a lot of non-fruit flavors. You're not going to get chalk or steel or sort of those really strong herbaceous flavors. This is all fruit flavors that are coming forward here. It's not going to age. Typically, Moscato de Asti, we want to drink it fresh. So you're looking at between one to three years in regards to vintage. There's always more coming. There's no shortage. So if you have a bottle, you definitely want to open it up. There's always going to be a reason. Now, the other thing you should be aware of is the closure. So it's not going to have a typical mushroom closure on the cap like we do with champagne or cava or other sparkling wine styles. Because the atmospheres of pressure are 3% roughly, so where a bottle of champagne is 6% or six atmospheres inside the bottle, this is half of that. So it doesn't have the same type of pressure inside. So we can close it with a regular cork, or you might even see some bottles with a screw cap closure. It's by no means doesn't mean that you're not going to have that lovely sparkle, that frizzante style, but it doesn't need that type of intense closure with the cage and everything to keep it on. It just needs to have a regular wine cork on it or a screw cap. So that's how you're going to find the bottle package. Now that DOCG that I mentioned, so that highest tier of Italian wine classification, 
on the bottle of Moscato, you're going to find a sticker. It's sort of white with green on it. You'll see it either over the closure cap, might be around the neck of the bottle, but you are going to see uh, that sticker, that classification somewhere on the bottle. Now, a question I will get asked about this is, what's the difference between Asti Spumante and Moscato de Asti? And this is a great question. And here's the difference. Asti Spumante and Moscato de Asti are same variety. So we're both working with Moscato Blanco. So both are starting the same way. But Moscato de Asti is made in a style that has fewer bubbles. So it's a different conversion, generally made in smaller batches than Asti Spumante. So Asti Spumante, if you are somebody who you find bubbles just in a style and a mouthfeel a little ag aggressive, some people just don't like the texture of it, then Moscato de Asti is going to be for you. But both are are going to have aromatics, the flavor profile, but the texture of the wine is different. Now let's talk about a few of my favorite pairings with this wine. So why do I always keep it in the house? Couple of reasons. It goes with salty dishes, which I'm a fan of, and it goes with sweet dishes and dessert styles, especially chocolate, which I am a hundred percent a fan of. So let's talk about how you can pair Moscato de Asti. I'm also going to share with you my favorite cocktail that you can make with it as well, and I'll save that till the end. So let's talk about some of my favorite pairings. Now, classically, we will pair Moscato de Asti with the salty pairing, and we'll pair that with some prosciutto melon with some cantaloupe. So if you're putting out a charcuterie plate or anything like that, you can have a little bit of Moscato with that salty, and you're going to bring out that salty, sweet flavor. You can also pair it with anything that has some heat or some spice. So whether it's a pad thai dish or some Indian food. What sweetness and spice does is the sweetness helps to mellow the spiciness, but still allows you to experience the flavor. So anything that you have that has a fair amount of spice to it, Moscato can be an option for you. Where I'm also going to use it is anything with peaches or apricots. So if you're doing a peach or apricot chutney, for example, with some ham or a pork roast, Moscato could be an option for you here. And anything dessert-wise. So if you're doing dainty Finishes, tarts, uh, peach, apricot, orange flavored. This is really going to come through, especially if you're doing a dark chocolate tort, let's say, with an orange infusion. It's divine because the orange flavor in that chocolate cake or chocolate tort is going to come through and the Moscato is going to work with not only the chocolate, but also that orange. You're going to create this wonderful synergy between them. So anything chocolate, definitely Moscato Dasty is your girl. She's going to be able to go with white milk and dark chocolate. What you do want to watch is anything with really, really strong grapefruit or tart lemon flavors. And the reason here is that something really tart like a grapefruit or a lemon is just going to strip the flavors out of the Moscato. So you are looking for desserts that have fruit flavors that have those rich or really ripe fruit flavors that are on the sweeter side. Doesn't mean sickly sweet. And that's one of the beautiful things about Moscato Dasty is you are going to have a very balanced wine. Well, you have a soft sweetness. It's not sticky sweet as some people refer to it. It's going to be very rich, but not overpowering or gooey sweet. It has a really nice balance, but do watch any dessert. So if you're thinking um, a lemon meringue pie or a lemon tart, anything like that, I would suggest you do something different because those really tart lemon or grapefruit flavors are just going to strip the fruit out of Moscato de Asti, which is why you're enjoying it in the first place. So it's not a hard no, but it's just a suggestion that I would stick to dishes that do have more of those rich flavors. So anything that has peach, 
apricots, those tarts, anything with a marzipan, even that almond you can pull through. Really, really pretty because of that honeysuckle. It's just a really delicious wine style. So I hope that I have convinced you of why you need to have Moscato de Asti in your house and why it's a wine style you should always have. Now, maybe five and a half percent isn't enough for you or you love it so much. How do you make this wine into a cocktail? And if you Google Moscato de Asti cocktails, you're going to find lots of different ideas. But here's my favorite one. And I am a vodka fan as well. And so what I do is I shake the vodka. So an ounce and a half or an ounce of vodka, depending on how strong you like your drinks. And you're going to shake that with ice in a shaker, pour into a chilled glass, and then I top up with the Moscato. And then you can freeze some grapes or some peach slices and put those on a pick and put them into the drink. So it's basically a Moscato teeny. So it's chilled vodka with a splash or as much Moscato de Asti on top is also going to bring a little bit of bubble, a little spritz to your cocktail, but you're going to get those aromatics. You're going to get a bit more of that cocktail feel, put it in a beautiful glass, whether it's a coupe glass or something sparkling. I like a coupe. I think it's really pretty. And then I just put some frozen grape varieties or some frozen peach slices on top, depending on what you'd like to pull together. So that is my, one of my favorite Moscato cocktail ideas. And definitely in the summer or any time of year, you can enjoy that. So I hope you have enjoyed learning about one of my favorite wine styles today. And this is a wine style, like I said, that is always in my house. Over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be sharing more wine styles that I always have in my house. It's always a question I get, Erin, what's at your house? So Moscato de Asti, you're going to find it in the Italian aisle. It may be in the sparkling section, but generally it's in Italian section only because of the closure. It doesn't need the sparkling closure, or it may be in both places, but you're looking for Moscato de Asti on the label. There'll be different brands to choose from, but definitely highly recommend you pick up a bottle. Enjoy it. Your choice, whether you pick up your favorite chocolate bar or dessert, or you're going to try it with the salty and have some prosciutto and melon. It's up to you, but I highly recommend you give this one a try. And I personally think it should always be in the house. So pick up a couple bottles. It's very economical in regards to price point, And I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do. Now, if you try this wine and you love it, I would love to hear from you. So be sure to leave me a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, you can leave that below. If you're listening to your favorite podcast, feel free to share this on the different social media channels you'll find me on. You're gonna find One Girl Academy on Instagram, Facebook. You'll find me on TikTok always sharing helpful hints and tips on a daily basis, as well as don't forget to hang out with me on Fridays on Instagram and social media channels where I share my fun Friday wine facts. So quick little short video of really cool, fun information for you. I want to wish you a wonderful week. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and I would love to have you hang out with me again every week. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Cheers to you. Bye now.